1: What's up DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Wizards. It's a Monday and we have a special episode today. It's going to be focused on Denny Abdiah. We have a special guest, Iran Soroka. He covers the NBA for Sport 5. You can catch him on his podcast, Osim NBA. Justin Kocher was just on recently, so you'd have to check that out. Um, Obviously, Denny just suffered a a pretty serious injury. Uh, Thankfully, no ligament. Uh, damage or anything like that that will keep him out for long. But we'll touch on that a little later, Aaron. I want, I want to thank you for, for coming on the podcast. How, how's it going? I'm great, Ben. Thank you for having me. I'm, uh, have, I'm loving hearing the Lockdown Wizards podcast and um, hearing your takes about uh, the Wizards and Denny. Of course. Well, well, thanks for coming on. I want to start from the beginning because um, when we started covering Denny, it looked like he wasn't going to be a wizard. I had heard that the Chicago Bulls were very interested in taking them. Obviously, they decided to go with Patrick Williams, which was a bit of a surprise there. His stock had grown uh, considerably before the draft. So you had covered Denny for a very long time, obviously, out in Israel, and you you covered the NBA for a long time as well. How did you think uh, the fit with Washington would have been before he got drafted? And when he did get drafted, what was your initial reaction as to how he would have fit in D.C.? Actually, I'm a big uh, believer in Murphy Law, and uh, in the first time that I covered like the, the,
0: the possibilities of handy Danny, I just like had um, a very thorough list of uh, the picks one through eight, and then on the, in the Wizards, and number nine, I just figured out he won't be there. But then on draft night, when we heard that the Wizards, the Warriors are going with Wiseman and the. The Patrick Williams suddenly rose uh, uh, atop the the rankings. Uh, we I I just told Jova the the head the honcho of the NBA in the sports channel. We had like a, a pre draft uh, uh, studio, and I told him I have a, a feeling, a strong feeling, that he's going to go to a place that we didn't talk about. And then when it became clear that he's going to the Wizard, the, it was like mixed feelings because. We knew that the wizards needed, like, uh, they didn't have a lot of competition. Relatively, that it's not like he wanted to, to go and back out, back up LeBron or Yanis or just uh, like try to get five, five minutes here, seven minutes there. It became pretty clear from the beginning that he will have some runway, but, and it's a big but, um, because of John Wall, then and then and Bradley Beal, and then Russ Westbrook and Bradley Will, It was clear that his role on offense wasn't going to be very large at least at the beginning so we had to temper people's expectations because in israel we we tried to be like many depressor and uh everybody was sure that he's going to conquer the nba but then like we saw the games and we saw the vibe and and it was also very you know very condensed uh, uh se- very condensed like uh, off season and he just had to go there and suddenly be thirsted in and the uh, west didn't play so actually we didn't knew a lot what to expect we just knew that we were loving Danny and we expect him to do great because he is a kind of a big time player we saw him performing on Tel Aviv in the Israeli playoffs in, in the early games before the corona halted the season and of course that in the under uh, national under 20 under19 national teams in Israel that he led to the, the first ever European championship so we knew that he's going to to to, to get the opportunities and to seize them. And we just had to see how it's going.
1: So before Denny ended up in DC, Tommy Shepard, basically all the NBA scouts were very high on Denny's playmaking ability, his ability to read the game, his energy, as you said, um, his competitiveness, that the fact that he played at such a high level pre NBA, um, the wizards loved those skills. How did you think that was going to mesh with, you mentioned the Russell, initially a John Wall, but a Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. And obviously, you know, forward flash a few months, the fact that his season is over. How have you seen his skill sets kind of mesh in Washington? Because there have been some criticisms about how Scott Brooks and, and the team has uh, operated with his skill set.
0: You know the situation when you get a really cool gadget, maybe even a Swiss army knife but you use only one of two of the options, like only you use it to peel oranges. And then one time you tried a hidden tool, a hidden feature, and then you wonder, wow, it's amazing. Why don't I use it more? So Danny and Playmaking. Uh, we saw it like doing it when one of the, the biggest um, like highlights I've ever seen or Israeli played. I saw it, like personally. I went to the Israeli game against Ukraine and he uh Went to help and blocked uh, a Ukrainian player at the rim. Then gathered the ball and uh, made, uh, instantly uh, sent a full court, um, a full court pass to Yamada, was uh, drafted by Celtics for a lap, and said, "Okay, I was just reading up in my in my seat and holy shit, what I did here, what what, what happened here?" So we we knew that the playmaking is going to be good, but then um, in, in Washington, I'm pretty sure that you won't get a lot of touches in a team with Russ and Bill, but from there to being ranked 80th out of 88 rookies this season in usage rate, that's a long way. And too many times he felt displaced, detached, even like numb. And the best version of Danny is when Danny is highly involved or even like partially involved. He doesn't need to be the primary ball handler, especially not in the NBA when, like, the, the pressure is, is out of, ground. Right? But Brooks' offense, which, and I may be understated, doesn't include a lot of sophisticated ball and off-ball movement, was very bad fit for his skill set in, uh, in this regard, because he was treated <clears throat> as a stationary shooter, which was wrong on two fronts. First of all, he's not a great shooter yet although he worked on the shooting and he was like on 45% after a month or two. And then when he doesn't touch the ball for, for long strides, he gets cold. And this was very bad for him. I I think that when all is said and done, when you look at the wizards top 10 plays this season, and there's a high chance that both Danny's LU pass to Russ against the Pistons and Danny's LU pass to Thomas Bryant against the T-Wolves will be there. And that's, Pretty impress- in- impressive for a guy who gets like 1.2 assists per game at his rookie season.
1: Yeah, and, but- and I think that's a that's a really good point because the the times where Denny has played with the most confidence are the times where he's had the ball in his hands even if it's uh, not initiating offense per se but just off hands off hands off and, and being able to just sort of create for himself pick and rolls with Thomas Bryant early in the season we were able to see flashes of his court vision but I think that's a perfect segue because we see Washington Wizards fans lament about how Denny's uh, been used in Washington and even questioned about you know how his future in DC will unfold but I want to touch on Israeli feedback and and how fans, you know, in his motherland have have approached his uh, first season. But before we do that, I want to let you know that Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboards. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com locked. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com locked. And that's only valid through June 30th. So act fast. Built Bar is the healthiest and tastiest protein bar on the market. There's caramel brownie, cookies and cream, whatever flavor you'd like. Uh, Not only is it delicious, it's nutritious. You can't go wrong. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. This year on the Lockdown Podcast Network, we're partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Lockdown NFL YouTube page to watch a live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Aaron, I want to touch on that. Uh, There's been a lot of Wizards fans, myself included, having covered the team, just kind of frustrated about... Like you said, uh, the Swiss Army knife, jack of all trades, just being kind of slotted in the corner as a spot up shooter. Wizards fans have complained about it. Um, what, what do Israeli fans when they see that? What do they? How do they feel? I guess.
0: Actually, one time I saw you, I think, like uh, ranting about this, and I felt that okay, this is not only us because in Israel we tend to, you know, see everything in tunnel vision. What's good for Danny? What's good for us? What's good for Israeli fans that love him? And. Um, like, Israeli fans are quite emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. They even like changed the, the Wikipedia um, um, the Wikipedia pages of Washington in Hebrew and the Furu Hachimura when he didn't pass to Danny to like <laughs> add some curses and bad words about him, about the team, like, uh, and like. It it was very funny, but not funny for the Israeli people that like didn't like to see him um, getting so little opportunity and so little um, like he wasn't he wasn't a part of the of the of the offense for, for long for too long of the year. And but but he is a national darling here, and I think that the fact that he stayed positive and he stayed the course is part of what makes him. Special Because I remember when Washington drafted Danny, I, I like texted uh, some people, um, some Washington Wizard bloggers, maybe even you and I told them, you're going to love Danny, you're going to love this kid. And I think you understood why because this guy is like, have a positive vibe wherever he goes and um, and in israel even like the, the israeli equivalent of uh, saturday night live like ran multiple uh, skits about uh, him not getting the ball and like praying please pass me the ball and nobody passing the ball so i missed the, in the same court as lebron james and uh, there's a chance to pass me the ball as as my teammates and uh and despite all that and they laughed on his father Zufa, who was like a very tough uh, like physical education uh, teacher and 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 even that he like stayed positive and he even like participated in their independence day special and people just love him because he is what he is and you saw it like us and um and then like i, I was interviewed been interviewed in the israeli sports talk shows like two three times a week and they say what's going to happen and, like uh, I like uh, getting down in Brooks for not uh, utilizing him. And like in, on times, they really got almost uh, exasperated. Like there was a game that he was getting into foul trouble in the first half. And then Bonga came out in the, first, in the second half. I was sure that he's going to be uh, the first DNP CD of his career, like in the game after. It was a game against Memphis then, and but, but he played great against Memphis. And also the, his ability to bounce back is also some kind of his uh, character that makes him special and um, and like oh the, the the most sore thing is that he if he got injured on a high note like he wasn't on his best like shooting wise but he was getting uh, for the first time he was getting like the, the 30 minutes per game and the wizards were reading because it, the, the previous winning streak was without Danny as a part as a huge part and 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 then injury came and like i was interviewed by three radio stations and then i'm just meeting the street people there are two kinds of people actually one kind is saying like um what a bummer poor danny and the other one is saying what a bummer poor danny because they didn't follow his death closely to even know his name but they just loved him from seeing him from from following him like on the papers so people are very emotional and um, we took it like very personally when he didn't get the ball and we hated Westbrook, we hated Bill. But then I think that over the last weeks before he got injured, it was starting to come together and that makes it even more frustrating. Oh, by the way, another another angle is that Ombre Caspi had like a 10-year career in the NBA and he never played in the playoff. He was once getting the the ring from the Golden State Warriors after he was... Uh, getting injured, and one he played with the Houston Rockets against the Portland Trailblazers, but Kevin McHale never got him off the bench in six games. Every game was tight, and he, he left him and Donatas Motiejunas on the on the bench. So we said, maybe for the first time we'll
1: have an Israeli in the playoffs. Nah, not this year, also. Yeah, it's, it's a really unfortunate thing. You, you mentioned his last <laughs> game, how he was starting to play well, um, and, and starting to find his rhythm. It was one of the first times I think in, in a, in a recent memory where he got a rebound, pushed it and, uh, finished a layup from what I remember. And I was like, yeah, there's Danny, he's grabbing the rebound and going one of his skill sets that the wizards have failed to utilize all season long. But I wanted to piggyback on what you just said. Um, that last game, he was being aggressive and just to play some devil's advocate here. People who cover the Wizards will say, and maybe even some within the organization will say, you know, Denny plays 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes a game lately, and he's putting up sometimes zero points or two points or five points. And how do you respond to those people who are saying, sure, the Wizards aren't utilizing him as well as they may may ought to utilize him, but he's also not taking advantage of the minutes that he's been given. That's a great point, point. and uh, it's maybe a kind of a chicken and egg because uh,
0: when you don't get the ball, you don't uh, you you let it come down to like I, I don't trust myself maybe when I'm getting the ball when I'm getting the opportunity I won't cut even to the basket because I won't get the ball anyway so why should I cut I will just uh, like concentrate on defense and on defense by the way I think he had really great strides, like defending LeBron and Luca, and and Damian Lillard and Joel Embiid. That's like one of the league's top point guards and one of the league's top centers. And even actually, I checked his rebound rate because Russell Westbrook is known to not let anybody take their defensive rebound. His defensive rebound rate this year was more than 20. And I checked like Russ' last five years in Oklahoma City and do you know how many people like had a higher than 20 defensive rebound rate? Three. Kevin Durant... Kevin Kendrick Perkins and Dennis Gunter. That's it. So I think that in, in some ways he just let it affect him. And it's like, even when we're talking about Danny staying positive, you can't like being immune to everything. And when you know that the coach doesn't trust you, maybe it affects your confidence. And he is a rookie. He's a rookie that never played a minute of summer league. He's a rookie that all his like preparation like was like three or four weeks uh instead of three or four months so i think that all of this like got into him a bit and like uh put him down and like affecting this thing and also the the, the reason in the, in the beginning actually i thought that like when the wizard will take him off the bench as a secondary playmaker when ross is getting rest he will be better but then they put took him from the bench and let Raul Neto or Ish Smith run the offense. So then he he didn't get the minutes and he didn't get the balls. So it it wasn't a great stretch from him. Also, the fact that he wasn't shooting well, um, I think that had a part of it. Because when you're not shooting well, it also affects your confidence. And uh, you said he he, he stayed aggressive, but most of the time, I think this is like, there are a lot of great rookies this year even some undrafted like Facundo Campazzo or Jayshin Tate. But a lot of rookies had very, very rough stretches, very long rough stretches. You look at um, Anthony Edwards that opened the season very badly. James Wiseman had a lot of ups and downs. Like, I think besides LaMelo Ball and Tyrese Halliburton, every rookie had like a 15 to 20 games stretch in which he lost confidence. And that maybe it wouldn't happen with a regular preparation. He paid the price in a way for, for this condensed day offseason.
1: Yeah, I also don't think it would have happened if he was allowed to play the style of basketball that he was drafted to play. I think, you know, he's scoring off, you know, zero points, five points, ten points. The inconsistencies are prevalent when he's asked to be a spot-up shooter, when... If you would talk to the Wizards uh, pre-draft and they said you know, if Denny Abdia is available, we'll, we'll take him. They wouldn't have said they would draft him for his spot-up shooting ability. That's not why you draft a player like Denny abdi He's a 6'9", point forward. He's obviously an imperfect player, but at most 19-, 20-year-old players are. Um, it, it would have been nice um, if he had more opportunity, like you said, to play – uh, play make a little bit more off the bench if Scott Brooks was a bit more flexible with his lineup as opposed to going with these traditional sort of archaic ideas with with how guard play should be handled with Ish Smith and Hal Neto But unfortunately, I think that's just that's just not gonna be the way the Wizards operate. So so long as Scott Brooks is a coach at least. But I want to talk more about Denny's future uh, in a second here. But before we do that, I want to let you know that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even. And covers awards tv shows and reality tv it's real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best place to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit use the promo code locked on it's bet online your online sportsbook expert. Draft 2021 presented by Lockdown and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaCaforta, and Brian Baldinger are local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter. That's Odyssey. All right, Aaron, uh, let's, let's dig a little deeper here. I, I've heard some frustrations about... The Wizards' player development, the fact that rarely has a player who the Wizards drafted stuck around. You look at Troy Brown Jr., how his time in D.C. ended, Kelly Oubre, Otto Porter, just to name a few. The only players in recent memory that they've drafted and really panned out have been John Wall and Bradley Beal, and those guys were picked top three. So with Denny Avdia, why should Wizards fans, or maybe why shouldn't they be be hopeful that Denny's career in DC won't end up like a Kelly Huber or a Charles Brown, but more so like a like a Bradley Beal or a John Wall? I think that uh, there is some hope in the in the way that
0: that that the previous regime is over and Tommy Shepard is looking like like on the surface a guy that came from another like you know mixing up disciplines and taking people from different places from Barcelona and from like other sports and trying to mesh up things and I think that uh, a, a ray of hope Comes from another recent Washington Wizards draft pick, Uri Hachimura, which had made a big progress, I think, from the first tier to the second one. Like defensively, he's, it, we were walking Washington's defense over the last like five, four weeks of the season, but then they started to play like some kind of decent defense. And it was, a lot of because of Danny, because Danny, I think, like when he was injured, he was third in the team in net rating, and he had like one of the better uh, defensive ratings on the team. But also, Hachimura started to play better on ball defense, and also like Westbrook was playing Westbrookian defense. With you can't lock keep, lock somebody down like you know a Patrick Beverley or a, a prime Rajon Rondo type, but you can play with enthusiasm. So and and uh, then using the centers and the big the big things. So I think that we have some people in Washington that um, th- the front office just looks better. And the Hachimura thing actually gives me hope that, Danny, that Danny's career will pan out better. And um, the, the, also Brown was was a guy from the previous regime. So now like a clean slate, uh, the Shepherd era and Hachimura is good. And Avdia, we said, we, we saw that there is a potential to be good. And like what happens from here to there it depends a lot of Danny it depends a lot also of the opportunities that he will get and and I do believe that I you know people were very down on Scott Brooks but I can't really blame him because we knew that this is Scott Brooks and we knew once the Wizards started the, the, the season horrendously and then just tried to come back and then the Corona like halted all activities for two weeks. And then they started losing again. So Brooks, a coach that was chosen by the previous regime on the last year of the contract is coaching for his job. And on the surface, it's hard to trust a 20 years old kid who didn't even play a summer league game to run your offense. And and Brooks resorted to his known commodities and veterans, like 71% of the team's assists were passed by four guards which in which in with an average age of thirty, and but I think that when you uh, when you saw how much diverse, unpredictable, even more fun, uh, the the offense was when Danny got the ball to create. You can only ask yourself why they didn't get more chances. But right now the Wizards are winning. They look fantastic. They're like favorites. Other other favorites to be like the ten. A place on the east, maybe even the ninth, and the Pacers are looking like very uh, roughed up now. So maybe the Wizards can get to the, the last playing game. And you know, I I don't know if Brooks will stay. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you that question. I mean, I, I think given this team's history, the owner's sort of hesitancy to make significant changes in in, in the in the control sort of group of the team. Uh, he's held on to Ernie Grunfeld for you know ten or so years. Uh, didn't didn't hire externally. Went with the internal hire with with Tommy Shepard. So, I mean, if Scott Brooks makes the playoffs, I think history says that he'll be back. Um, so, I think I'll toss that back to you. If Scott Brooks is back, and it looks like they may make the playoffs. How, how do you think that affects Denny? Are you hopeful that this isn't just going to be a repeat of his rookie year where he's just slotted as a spot-up shooter? Or do you, do you have faith that Denny can develop that area of his game and will gain more trust from Scott Brooks to use some of those other tools in the Swiss Army knife?
0: My, my main hope is from the fact that even Denny is going to miss the for the full 12 weeks so there wasn't like published uh dates for the summer league but I believe it will be like around you know, august 1 august 2 august like 5 and by then danny should be healthy and if danny is getting the keys i don't know which the wizards we're going to 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 pick because there's a, a big draft and i don't know which which position they're going to address um, Maybe, you know what Maybe they take a, a, another great wing but Maybe they move up to the third place And got, I don't know what Kate Cunningham And, and then like Danny can go and, and search for opportunities elsewhere But even if Let's say that Danny is supposed to be the, the starting small forward for the team next season So Summer League is going to be All eyes will be on him and this will be the first time that he will really get the keys to the offense uh, to run, at, at least to be the secondary playmaker. And then, being able to to demonstrate your abilities in a stress-free uh, environment will be huge for him. And then, I believe that uh, he will cherish this opportunity and again i don't know if bill will stay if westbrook will stay let's go to the for the be- very best case scenario that the wizards are making the player for, or even making the last playing game and uh and brooks is staying and bill is staying and westbrook is staying i believe that there will be like more trust between brooks and danny more trust between russ and danny more trust between bill and danny and he won't be like the rookie with the you know pink Uh, bag that you need to, to send. Okay, like second year is now we're getting serious. Now you don't have the rookie discount on the other hand, but we will trust you more. He is, after all, a lottery pick. He is, after all, a very talented player. We saw the glimpses. We saw him beating the Lakers with the, this uh, this uh, three pointer. We saw him uh, stopping Damian Lee. On the uh, he did things in his rookie season that justify the Wizards' pick at him. You know, they could really go with Halliburton. Maybe I don't know Emmanuel quickly. I don't know if Therese Halliburton or Emmanuel quickly would pan out like backing up Ross and Bill. I don't think so. So. Like looking like Denny, even in retrospect, was the best pick that the Wizards could do could have. So they won't have like any like buyer's remorse on this one. You see, like Obi Toppin and the Knicks, the Jalen Smith and the, the Suns, they're not playing, playing like scarcely. So Denny has uh, um, some kind of runway to develop his skills over the summer league, over the summer, the regular summer, without vaccinated and stuff. And then I believe that the second season will be a better one. <clears throat> I don't. I won't go as far as as Brooks was saying, like to compare him to Yanis or to Dirk Nowitzki. But I believe that the second season he can start like um, trying to to see the ten the ten points per game threshold from above, like maybe aim for eleven plays. And and I can't stress enough how much he needs to to get his shooting right. He started the season great and I told people he is tricky. It will come down eventually. But then like um you know if, if from all ranges he needs to improve the shooting you can't hit 31% of your open shots and continue to get the coach's trust in this league I think it's partly a matter of being detached for such long stretches of the game but still you have to be better than that and over the summer he he, we trained like with his agent in the I don't remember this place when Jace Harder is practicing Trey Young is practicing in Atlanta uh, the P3 maybe Maybe he gets there back, but maybe he gets back there. Maybe it was the fact that he played like um all never all the rookies, the other the rookies didn't play, but then he like played in, in July and in August, and he had like some time to to shore up the shooting. He got he got to get his shooting percentage up to 43% from the field, 34, 35 percent from three, and then his all, whole outlook would be better. Uh it, as long as he shoots like the 30% from three, 40% from the field, 64% from the line, this is not going to cut it. And this is the main concern for me with him.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually a little less concerned about his shooting because um his his form looks really good. Like it's it's not a Lonzo ball sort of situation when he was drafted and his shot looked absolutely broken and it needs to be reformed. His shot actually looks really good. And like you mentioned, the first month and a half or so of the season, he was shooting probably roughly forty percent from three. Um it looked like he was going to be a solid three-point shooter. And I think it is a part of the, like you said, he's detached from the game where he doesn't touch it for a large stretch of of the game. And then he'll get an open shot and he'll miss it. And then he'll lose trust and so on and so forth. It's kind of just a a snowball effect for Denny, but you did give reasons to be optimistic. And I, and I think uh, there's a lot to be determined with, with how the wizards go about their coaching staff. If if Scott Brooks returns and if Bradley Beal sticks around so on and so forth. But with, with Denny Abdi, I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned uh, about him. I think there are aspects to his game that, that are, that are um, somewhat, somewhat, I think um, eyebrow raising the fact that he doesn't really go left, I think is concerning in the NBA. You need to be able to finish with both hands. Yes. Um, his lack of confidence is the, the fact that he gets rattled from time to time. He's 19 years old, of course, but we saw a player in Jan Vesely, not that long ago, who not even a fraction of a skill as, as, as Denny, but someone who struggled with his confidence early on and whose, whose NBA career ended pretty quickly as a result. And that was partially because of the wizards, you know, as I call it basketball mal- malpractice and their failure to develop him. But, um, Denny does, does have a way to go, but I think there are reasons to be optimistic Aaron let's, let's, let's end it on this note. Denny's out 14 weeks. What should we expect uh, once he does return? And and I guess going forward in DC, do you expect DC to be a home for him going forward? Or Are you going to be on the Locked On Pelicans podcast next next year talking about him?
0: Um, I believe that the Pelicans they need somebody to throw Elu to, to Zion once uh, Alonzo is out, and I know somebody who throws LU passes to. I'm kidding. I I, I just hope. I don't know Danny needs to be in a winning environment and when he was drafted I said this is a good situation in me with him on the on on the fact that this will be a winning environment and he will play not not a winning environment but they will compete for the playoff spot or playing spot and he will play because most of the teams that kicked before either they're not going to to let him play uh, or they're not going to to compete with the playoff and in the Witness he had like this rare situation so you can't like want everything uh so we didn't get the ball enough but i believe that uh the wizards from from you know from the 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 impression we we have in israel maybe you you hearing other things the wizards love him shepherds love him brooks maybe have some tough love from him but he loves him he loves his work ethic because brooks is an old school Guy that uh, um, appreciates work ethic And then he has a crazy work ethic Man, he, he just works his tails off So I think that in that regard He will fit And And uh, I don't know I think it's like If the wizard's Club franchise is going in the right way Danny will be a part of it if it all Falls down again and, and like Bill is traded and Brooks is fired and nobody is, And Westbrook wants to get out And also when they're going to full tank So maybe Danny is, is, Isn't going to, to want to be a part Of this but it looks like um, Being around these all Stars and I was mentioning because people were Very down on Westbrook. Westbrook's effect But I told them look at Westbrook He has a lot of things not going for him But People are just being affected by his work ethic, by his crazy preparation for the games. And if Danny will rub off some of this one, it will make him even better. And I'm mentioning Victor Oladipo, who just his career took off after being next to Westbrook. So I believe that Danny can have the same effect. And as long as the Wizards want to be good and are making the right steps to be good, Danny should be a part of it.
1: Yeah, there's there's no question. I love Denny's youthful energy. His the fact that he just loves the game. He's one. Of, he reminds me of like people I grew up with who just anything basketball related. They just want to eat it up. They want to absorb it. And and truthfully, I mean, I've been around NBA players and covered NBA players where that wasn't the case. I mean, there have been countless Washington Wizards who you question like man if you weren't six nine six, ten and grew up playing basketball you'd probably be doing something else and Denny's not that player. I mean if he wasn't as talented as he was, I could imagine Denny playing on a playground in Israel just because that's that's he that's that's the sort of love that he has for basketball and I think that's a part of the recipe for having an amazing uh, talent and, and and Denny has it so I think there's a lot of, a lot of reasons to be optimistic if you're a Washington Wizards fan and Denny's a huge part of that optimism. so Aaron I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. We, we really appreciate your your insider knowledge on Denny Avdeh and all things NBA, of course. Uh, you can check out his analysis further on Sport5 in Israel and OCM NBA's podcast. Aaron, do you want to any, say anything else to the audience before we let you go?
0: Um, go DC. We wish uh, you will make the playoff and that, that you will uh, stay Danny's home for the foreseeable future, and you will utilize him better. So uh, I don't know. Like then, I don't think that they're going to broadcast any wizard games in Israel right now because then he's not playing. But it looks like they have some things going, and I just uh, hope for 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 them to re- unveil to unleash the real Danny moving forward. And thank you for having me, Dan. It was a pleasure. A great pleasure coming on. Take care. Okay. Thank you.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.